Hello, welcome to Sell Your Company for Maximum Value. This is episode number three. Last week, we talked about the first chapter of the book, Stop Making the Donuts, as well as the second chapter of the book, Timing is Everything. This week, we're going to talk about chapter three and four, which is Don't Do It Alone and Selecting the Right M&A Firm. In our studio today with me is our <laughs> Chief Financial Officer, Jenny Swain. Thank you. She joined us in episode number one, and we had a great discussion around a lot of different areas. If you missed mm -hmm. that, start right. at the beginning with episode one, but welcome back to the show, Jenny. Thank you. It's good to be back. Yep. Well, glad you. to have you. <laughs> Second guest would be our new Managing Director in Fort Worth, a guy that I've known for almost four decades. Almost. Almost four decades. Mike Mayers, he'll be heading up the NBR Associates Fort Worth office, and we are so happy to have you at the firm. We had tons of discussions over many, many years about you coming to the firm, so welcome to the show. Mike and I have known each other almost 40 years. We go way back to Lake Allens High School, even middle school, if I remember correctly, right? <laughs> Forest right. Meadow Junior High. Freshman year, I think it was, where we connected and became friends and had a lot of fun adventures together yes, right? we did. back yes, in the day. It was Middle great. school, high school, baseball. Mm -hmm. uh, if I remember correctly, you might have been the party house that we all came to when the, when the parents were out of town. Maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't uncover that right now, but uh, <laughs> you know, let's just get that out in the <laughs> open. Know. We had a good time in your house. Had some we, responsible fun now. We were very <laughs> responsible. Like there, right? We had a good time in your house. Yeah. All right, well, Mike, tell us a little bit about um, what you've been doing, you've been, you've been in the mortgage business for 20 years. I have. Yes. Um, yes. A lot of my friends, you've done their mortgage. A lot of people I know, I mean, you, you, you're an expert in the mortgage field. Um, we've had lots of discussions over many, many years, serious discussions over the last six months. Tell us a little bit about uh, why you'd want to transition or why you're transitioning from the mortgage business into mergers and acquisition. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as you alluded to, you and I have a relationship that goes back a, a lot of years, a lot of a lot of decades at this point. Right. You know, and so you know, during that time, uh, we've got to know each other pretty well. We've had a lot of great conversations, really heart level conversations about business, about life, about the Lord, about all those sort of things. And you know, I was around when you you started this firm, right? And I was there to kind of watch it grow over the years and hear about uh, the transactions that you helped with, all the business owners that you were able to help successfully exit into their next stage of life. And, you know, quite frankly, I was just really inspired mm -hmm. about how you served your clients and, uh, and just, uh, you know, just your heart to serve others uh, just really attracted me to this opportunity. Uh, and then... And last year in the mortgage business, when the rate said 8%, that was a little bit of a motivating factor as well, uh, because certain parts of our business just were starting to, to, to shut down a little bit. Things are changing, and it just seemed like good timing for me to take a closer look at this opportunity. We started talking about it, and the next thing you know, here we are. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I... I we're, we're incredibly happy to have you on our championship deal team as part, a member of the team. I know how uh, working at you, with you a few different companies, we've worked in a couple different companies together, some industries together, and you've always been the highest integrity. Mm -hmm. You've always been extremely transparent with all of your clients. And uh, you certainly are confidential about all of their finance because you've, you've handled some sensitive information. I mean, yes. whether it be their tax returns or financials, 
their income level, the qualifications, debt to, you know, debt to income qualification. And you were always a big time producer in whatever you did. So we're, we're ecstatic to have you, brother. Well, I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. And, uh, you know, we, we, I think we share that passion to really serve others and just to really do whatever it takes to make it happen for the client. So, uh, I'm looking forward just to working with you and making a lot of great things happen. Yep. Well, we're here today to talk about don't do it alone. You know, a lot of people over the years have called me after they tried to do it alone. I can think of a gentleman by the name of Aaron. I just called him actually today. Uh, Green Text Landscaping. It's one of our closed transactions on our website. And uh, he decided after he met with us to um, to try it alone for nine months. And I said, that's, that's perfect. Um, you know, industry statistics say that if you try to sell your company on your own, there's a 3% success rate in that. Mm -hmm. Whereas with a qualified M&A advisory team like us, and I know a few others in town that are really good at what they do, it's a 97% success rate with our firm uh, because of all the things we put together. So um, Aaron actually, after nine months of getting a couple letters of intent, LOIs, and it's signing them, not getting any earnest money like we do at our firm, he called me nine months later and uh and said would you would you take me you know would you would you take this over i've, I've tried the traps myself i've tried to sell it myself and maybe and he even admitted he said I, i'm trying to save 10 or 12 percent fee really cost nine months and he took his more importantly he took his eye off of his company trying to sell himself which is not what you want to do right um so jenny how speak to us a little bit about uh some of your maybe experiences what you've seen at the firm in the last couple of years about just not doing it alone, that you need that buffer in the middle that takes the right. bad news from the sell side and the bad news from the buy side. And that's what we are, is we're that buffer in the middle. Right. Speak to speak to me a well, little, you know, the audience I, a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, I think when um, when someone decides to sell their business, it becomes pretty emotional, right? It's, it's um, you've built this company from scratch yep. many times. Um, you have blood, sweat, and teared your way through and you're ready now to sell, that's to right. move on. And so it's just, it, it be, it's very emotional for you. Well, if we, if you have a, a mediator in the middle and someone who's there in between the buyer and the seller, it just, it takes that emotion out for you. You're still going to feel emotional about it. It's still going to, you're still going to have your ups and downs and things like that. But as, um, you know, as a advisor, we can help with that. We can explain to them, this is the process. This is how you're going to feel. I've heard you say several times, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to you're going to try to back out of this thing three or four times before this is over. I've heard you say that and it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I actually do. I, I've said to clients, uh, I'm going to talk you off the ledge three or four or five times. Right. And right. so it's, it's an emotional process. I can think back to our, uh, almost $20 million transaction last year that we were fortunate to get, uh, you know, fortunate enough to get done. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Vicky, I call her Miss Vicky. Miss Vicky. Um, and, uh, she had some serious emotional ties. I mean, honestly, she really didn't know where she started and the business stopped or right. where the business started, which was uh, Hughes Tank, yep. where the business started and she stopped. There right. was no separation. I've never seen quite that before where there's zero right. separation right. between business. I know you're emotional, but I've never seen it quite like that. Let's yeah. talk about that. Before we go into that, though, let's hear from Bobby Hughes who runs the plant. And so it was Bobby and Vicki that we represented. Mm -hmm. Let's hear from Bobby for a second on what he had to say about the transaction.
When we found Michael, I found somebody that I could trust. We weren't just looking to sell our company. We were looking to protect our company in moving forward. We wanted to step back. We wanted the company to prosper and move forward and grow. And, and with that, we have you know several employees, and we wanted those guys to prosper and grow and continue to be happy with the company. So he knew our goals going in, and we knew that we might not find the right buyer in a real quick manner. In comparison to what we were prepared for and finding the right buyer, I still feel like he brought a buyer on fast. I mean, we vented probably six to 12 buyers over that process. The situation that we were talking about where Michael blew the whole deal up, I feel like he knew that that wasn't the buyer for me, but he, he handled it very professionally. He went in, we had a meeting, and he said, you guys, are, you guys are not a good fit for this company, and I'm sorry, but we're gonna continue on to look for the right type of buyer. His heart was in making the right deal, not necessarily making a deal. Sometimes making a deal is easy to pull off, but you want both parties. You know, He wants to make sure that we're happy as, as the sellers, and I think that he did a really good job of making sure that I was happy and a really good job making sure that the buyers were happy. You know, this is a two-way street. He actually saved us from a bad buyer. Uh, and in fact, a day or two after the, the deal had been blown up, I called him and I said, listen, I know that everyone's looking at you as the guy that blew up the deal, but now you're kind of, I feel like you're my guy. I need you to sell this company and no one's gonna get it done better than you. Michael, within days, had numerous buyers back on the table, had numerous offers back on the table, and, and within weeks, we were looking at potential buyers again. We sold our company, and we needed someone with a little bit more capital that could take us to the next level. I bought back into the company so that later as the company grows, I get a second bite at the apple, if you will, and potentially, if the company of our size triples or quadruples, then I'm at the same level that I was when I sold out. So it's, it's exciting to see the growth. We're growing another facility. We're looking at different facilities all over the U.S. So it, it's, it's a really exciting time for the company itself. I think Michael's successful for uh, many reasons. Number one is he's genuine. Honesty, integrity was, was important. I wanted someone that they could not only sell our product, but also someone that I could stand behind as being a good individual with good morals and good values, because he's a representation of our company. I'd been in business 35 years. I didn't know anything about selling a company or, or acquisitions or investment groups or anything like that. For lack of better terms, we were a mom and pop business that grew to a certain size that we were ready to grow to the next size. We needed someone to come in and help us make that transition. So we just heard how Bobby, uh, very complimentary of our firm, but yeah. what it, that didn't show is how emotional Vicki and Bobby were during the transaction. Mm -hmm. You were in the middle of it with me. I felt like we were in a war. We had our <laughs> AR-15s in a trench, and we were, we were trying to find the perfect right. buyer. We were fielding yeah. buyer inquiries. We found one, mm -hmm. as Bobby described, and, and uh, I remember you and I driving out to Hughes Tank, having yeah. to uh, talk to the family and kill that deal. Right. What do you remember right. from that scenario? Yeah, so the the deal just, we could tell, I think we could tell from the beginning, this was gonna be tough. Um, they they just, the, the, the buyer had different aspirations, had different uh, ways that they wanted to look at the business that really this, is, this was a small mom and pop business that had grown from being very small to being very large. And they didn't have all the systems in place and right. the reporting in place that this buyer wanted. So I think we could tell um, from the beginning that this was gonna be challenging. And when we drove out there- how, how, how heightened were the emotions of the entire family when we, it was like a firing squad. Oh, you and yeah. I were standing there. Yeah. They yeah. were mad about just this buyer and what had happened and- Right, right. Yeah, they were, they were mad. And, but I remember as we were driving out, you telling me, here's what's going to go down. And you knew exactly all the different 
phases of the conversation and you knew exactly psychologically what we were going to encounter while we were out there, which was pretty cool to see that really come to life. <laughs> well, I, yeah, that was uh, actually when it happened, I was surprised because I remember telling you, I think this is going to happen. Yeah. I think this is going to happen. I think this right. is going to happen. But the, but the truth is, if you're a business owner and we're in the middle of a deal, if it's not the right deal, we're going to walk away. Right. You saw us yep. walk away from a seven-figure fee. Right, right. Yeah. But you know, the, the great thing was we we learned a lot about what we needed to fix and do differently. So we were able to take kind of a break, yeah. you know, and we took a break. Days. Yeah, it took 45 days. We fixed some of their accounting things that they had that um, caused a lot of questions for buyers. And then we went back to market. And, and then we, they also had another six, you know, we, we were able to add another couple months of financial results. and. Um, so it was a, it was a win win at but the end. But then we had to go through the grueling task of starting at right. step one, right? Posting it all back on the websites yep. with the refresh financials, redoing the marketing package. That's right. Luckily, we didn't have to redo the HD video. That was fantastic. Right. Tom Lociato did an incredible job on that. Right. Um, and then we found the perfect buyer in the Mag, the Mag Group that ultimately yes. bought it. Yeah. Really high on the Mag Group. They buy commercial properties all over the United States, mm -hmm. industrial properties. They lease them back. And they had decided, why are we not buying the operating company of these companies about four or five years ago? And they'd mm -hmm. already bought two. Right. This was their third acquisition. Right. We're going to get into private equity on another episode. So stay tuned. When we talk about the perfect buyer, we're going to break down the different buyers uh, in the book on future episodes. But yeah, I mean, the Mag Group came along. They made a very fair offer. Mm -hmm. It was even better, if I remember, than there's a few million dollars better. Right. Than the original buyer. So That's we all right. were like, wow, this is fantastic yeah. for Miss Vicky and Bobby. Mm -hmm. and, and they seemed to understand the operations a little better as yes. well. So they were able to really look at the financials and um, they had hired a diligence firm. You know, they the, the buyer always, big buyers will hire a diligence firm to help them with quality of earnings and all the diligence Q &E, process. It's and, a term we're going to go over in future right, episodes. Q right, right. And those accountants really were, they were nice. They wanted to dig in. They wanted to understand. They wanted to use our information as much as possible. So it, it was a, like I said, it was a win-win for sure. So if you're a business owner and you're out there and you're thinking about possibly getting a, a value on your company, because the question isn't if you want to sell, remember, it's about, do you want a complimentary value from our team? If you want that, uh, we're going to put some information up right now. Take a quick break. To book a discovery meeting with Michael and receive a complimentary opinion of value, you can visit us on the web at sellmycompanynow.com. That's sellmycompanynow.com or call us at 855-637-2020. That's 855-637-2020. Sell your company for maximum value. So Mike, you and I went to the M&A Source Conference. We had two to 300 uh, M&A advisors from all around the country, right? And uh, you got to hear theoretically how it happened. How, how does it sound listening to this deal that we did last year that really happened? It's, it's interesting, isn't it? The whole in industry is interesting. It's very interesting because these ch deals get so complex. There's so many moving parts, right? And if you don't have a professional to walk you through all these nuances and be able to handle all these curveballs that ultimately are going to be coming at you as a business owner who's preparing your business for sale right. and trying to get successfully right. to that closing table and get that wire set, you're just not going to be able to to, to complete the transaction, right? right? right. As you said, right. most of them are going to potentially die multiple times during the process. So if you're not there 
knowing how to perform the CPR, get the defibrillator out, get that thing going again, then you're going to find yourself starting from square one and never getting anything accomplished. That's a great point. We've been doing this 15 years, 225 closings to date. And in the first three years, I thought I knew some stuff. I, I really didn't. Mm -hmm. Right. We're going to read some questions in a second out of the book about the next chapter, which is uh, selecting the right M&A firm. You know, you go into selecting uh, the, the right M&A firm in the book, chapter four. And I've actually written down this summer. I wrote some questions down because, you know, we feel you should interview a few firms. This is not a just slam dunk use MDR and associates only. But we feel like after 15 years of going through meeting two to three thousand business owners and doing 225 closed transactions, we feel very, very qualified uh, to serve you. And so some of the questions that I've got in the book are how many businesses. And so if you're interviewing another M&A firm, you should ask the following questions. How many businesses have you sold and in what time frame? How many transactions did you sell each year over the last three years? What industries do you specialize in? What size transactions do you typically do? Can you describe your overall process? We have a 10-step unique process in our firm. Uh, that's very unique, and, and we, we simplify the process. Next question, who will, be, who will be the lead deal maker and manage the negotiating and closing process? In our firm, that's me. If we're founder-led mm -hmm. transactions, even if Mike Mayers in Fort Worth is working on a transaction, I'll be alongside with him, uh, so it'll be a founder-led transaction. That's why I want to stay small and, and a kind of high-touch boutique type of firm. We're never going to become a large firm because at other firms, people throw, the, throw you down to the newest associate. Mm -hmm. And you get that service. And the guy, maybe that guy or, or the, the, the man or woman that's an M&A advisor there that they throw it down to only has one, two, three years experience. I didn't learn this business until probably the 10th year. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you've got well, to go through 100 and, transactions to probably learn the business. Yeah. And you have such creative ways of um, coming up with how the deal is going to be structured. Right. So if something doesn't work, if we hit a, a roadblock then you're like, well, let's just pivot and let's just offer them something different. And you, you know, you have that experience to, to really understand that there's multiple options. And so let's go with the best option for the seller that we can get the buyer to agree to. Yeah, I think it does take uh, experience, but probably a hundred deals and you have to go through them, get your legs blown off where yeah. deals don't close and where you didn't give the best service. And so you need an experienced M&A firm. Uh, next question, do you have two to three previous clients that I can visit with over the phone. You know, we've done 12, 15 video testimonials because they're right on our website. We can also give you their names, but they're, they're gonna, they gave those. Those are not paid advertisements. They're people that we serve with the, to the best of our ability, Mike, and we, we serve them honorably with high integrity, high transparency, high confidentiality. And they, at the end of it, on their own accord, they said, oh, we really wanna give you a testimonial. And mm -hmm. of course we asked if we could do a video and it, it, it really is great. So. You want to look up on us, please go to our website at, uh, at www.sellmycompanynow.com. Next question, how do you maximize the value of the sale? What kind of pre-marketing planning does your firm offer? We offer pre-exit mm -hmm. planning, right? That's right. part of uh, one of the services that we provide. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had to do that in the middle of the of Hughes Tank transaction. That's right. Yeah. Do you operate out of a real office? Well, a lot of loan business brokers work out of a home office. There's nothing wrong with it. Maybe they're... They're, they're in retirement stage, or, but they don't have that dynamic, complete deal team, I think, that we have. Mm -hmm. um, who will be writing the marketing package or SIM? I think we've got the best 
starting pitcher for the Sims that you could well, thank ever you. Yeah, thank I mean, you. You're, 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 I, I showed one of your marketing packages today. Oh, wow. And somebody okay. was extremely impressed. They're fun. They're fun to develop. Yep. It's fun getting to know the company and the people. Can you describe how you will market my business? How are they going to market it? Do they just throw it up on the websites or do they have proprietary software? Are they, are they going to do a list and really drill down on the strategic buyers first before they expose it to the, the internet? Now, we do confidential everything, confidential mm -hmm. ads. Our business is really confidentiality. We don't want your clients, we don't want your competitors, and we don't want your employees to know that you're selling. Super important. I found that out really early in my career that we are in the confidentiality business. Um, how long will the overall sale process take? And uh, do you have legal person in-house that could, that could do the transaction? You know, Steve Clemens has been with us now, um, our lawyer that's kind of uh, represents all of our sellers. He's, he's worked on at least 15 to 20 deals, and he is absolutely fantastic. Once we get an offer and we put some refundable earnest money in the bank, he is awesome. Once the financing's been approved or if it's a cash deal, once we know we have a deal and Steve takes that deal over, I, I can't, no, he, he's a, he has a 100% close rate from that point to close. Unbelievable. Our LOI close rate is about nine, over 95, 97% from LOI to close. But his close rate, once he gets a hold of it in the legal process, dotting the I's, crossing the T's, making sure the transfer of your business goes smoothly is 100%. Well, and he's he's on top of it. He he doesn't let anything sit. You know, a lot of times when I've worked with other attorneys, it, it's you pass some, off some documents and it's three, five, seven days before That's you right. get comments back. That's correct. Steve never lets that happen. It's like, yeah. where are they? Where are they? Great. <laughs> get those great. documents. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, just today we wanted to cover, don't do it alone. If you're thinking about selling your business, come get a complimentary value, meet our championship deal team, sit down with us, let us hear your goals and objectives. Uh, Mike, I'm going to let you have kind of some final thoughts about um, what you'd like to see uh, in the future, clients you'd like to meet or or what you'd like to see personally. We're so happy to have you on the championship deal team. We're excited that Fort Worth office could grow. Um, who knows, maybe one day as big as the Frisco office. Um, and so Let's I'm going to turn it over to you. Yeah, I'm going to turn it over to you. Is there any, any last thoughts you want to share with the business owner about what they can expect from Mike Mayers in Fort Worth, Texas? Well, thank you, Michael. Yeah, I am so happy to be here as well. I just feel blessed to be a part of this with you and with you, Jenny, as well. Uh, and I think, you know, to all the business owners over there in the Fort Worth area, it's, I, I'd love to connect with you, understand more about your business, what the exit strategy is that, that you have in mind, um, kind of what that timeline looks like, and then, you know, start to maybe work on some ways we can add some value to that and, uh, and make that happen, right? Because ultimately that's what we're here to do is serve the business owner. And as you have mentioned several times, we've got 10,000 baby boomers retiring every day every right day. now, right? Yeah. 77 million baby boomers. That's right. Are in the United States and 40% of the businesses are owned by them. Yes. Self-employed, small business owners. They've worked hard to build something special. And I think we realize that and appreciate that yes and so we want to help them not only find someone that can carry on that legacy for them but also be able to help them exit by selling their business at maximum value so you know that's what we're really about and uh, we just want to help anyone who who finds themselves even thinking about how they're going to accomplish that in the next few years we want to sit down start working on that plan today awesome 
Awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So next week, um, we're going to do episode four, the next two chapters of the book, put your buyer hat on and surround yourself with experts. We're going to have a, a past client in the studio next week. Um, and so you're not going to want to miss that. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Michael Rubin. And remember, you don't know if you want to sell until you know what you're worth. Be blessed till next week. Hey, thanks for tuning in. You can find this podcast on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, or Facebook. Until next week, I'm Michael Rubin is your host. Be blessed. To book a discovery meeting with Michael and receive a complimentary opinion of value, you can visit us on the web at sellmycompanynow.com. That's sellmycompanynow.com or call us at 855-637-2020. That's 855-637-2020. Sell your company for maximum value.